necessarily reflect those of the participants or of those of sound mind and moral fortitude or whatever and we're back (laughs) 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 oh you don't even fucking want to know what just happened but it was stressful oh 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 i'd be fucking gutted (laughs) (laughs) well then how are y'all Anyway, on to uh, another edition of the uh, Dad Podcast. Mark Cameron here, Jimmy as well, and uh, and some interesting co-hosts today. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, some non-interesting so, co-hosts uh, today. Patrick Olson here, and... Uh, I'm Chris Paggio. That's Chris Paggio. Friend of the cast. <laughs> friend of life. Friends and families, family, friend the, life. The non-dad. The dog dad. Dog dad. Hey, I'm in, well, yeah. over. I don't even have a dog. You got more. You got more you kids than all dogs. Of I borrow dogs, but don't have a dog. But you're everybody's dad, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're the voice of reason most nights. Really? Yeah. How? Okay, that no. says a lot about our friend circle. If I'm the voice of reason, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Wow. We are degenerates. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, welcome aboard, gentlemen. We're glad to have you here for another edition. Um, as you know, a little few and far between as uh, as before we cast these, but we're glad that you're along for the ride. And uh, you know, thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally his fault. But it's also um, you know one of the things that we all share in common is our love of concerts. And considering there are no good concerts happening, and the ones that are happening, uh, including Vanilla Isis, you know, Vanilla Ice was to have a show, and they said, "Oh wait, we're we're not going to do it because of COVID." Uh, and there were, well, the extenuating circumstances where they only sold 273 tickets to the show, and that's why they canceled it. Now, the biggest point is, is who are these 273 people buying tickets to Vanilla Ice in 2020? When you said Vanilla Isis. <laughs> <laughs> probably saw more tickets. You know, he changed Texas, his name they, to that. Yeah, in Texas, they, they probably thought it was Isis. They're going there to, uh, to protest or something. Yeah, that's why they didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, like... It was like a twenty-five dollar ticket, like twenty-five well, I US. Pay twenty-five bucks to see Vanilla Ice in, in a in a in a parking lot right now. I don't know. I'm running low on options. That's a big. That's like yeah, that's a slump buster concert. It's like you know when you haven't gotten oh. it for a while and you just kind of oh fuck I'm I'm just gonna nail this broad. You know, it's a slump buster <laughs> concert. I get it. I feel you, buddy. I hear you. Sometimes you just want to be outside and be about fourteen beers deep and just. Digging into something like Ice Ice Baby, right? Exactly. You know, and you know he's gonna play that song last. He's he gonna play it first. I'm leaving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, That's what I mean. I'm like, I'm out of here. You're gonna have a bunch of pissed off white drunk people. It's <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna come up soon. It's gonna yeah. be next. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, there's a bunch of bands. I mean, I'm just, I can't you know. There's always those bands that have that one big hit that you wait for, right? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like trapped. <laughs> oh jeez, he's trapped. You know, they had that song, Headstrong, Take yeah. You On. Was that done by Garth? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. They're getting blown up right yeah, now. Yeah, I think really? so. Still, is, it, is it still going? I think so. I know it was a while ago, and then, you know. People don't forget. Not trapped. Well, how <laughs> could you not have to forget trapped? 
the wonderful <laughs> musical connotation that is Trapped. I mean, yeah, those guys are obviously top of the pops. Do they have any other songs, or is that the only one? No, that was it. That's the only one I know, but I'm, I'm going to say my, my knowledge of Trapped is not strong. Well, speaking of concerts, there's one, was it last night? Yeah. Great White performed, despite... They're alive? The bands on, you know, public events, and they decided to hold a concert, had no social distancing, no masks, nothing. Um, didn't, didn't they learn the first time? <laughs> like, don't kill people that go to your shows. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I bet you they're still doing benefits. Part of that deal is they they have to do a benefit show every year for like burn victims or something. But like, you guys killed a hundred people that were at a show in a nightclub because you didn't know how to use your pyro. Cool, let's have a show while there's a freaking pandemic going on, and everybody just have a time, breathe on each other, folks. I thought those would be the last hundred, the ones that died of of the great white fans. The article that I saw is a band famously known for killing hundreds of people uh, due to pyrotechnics has a a concert amidst a pandemic. And I'm like, wow, that is well-crafted. That is 2020 in a nutshell. No, like, stupid. (laughs) Just fucking stupid. Like, use your fucking heads. I get it. You know what? Everybody wants a paycheck right now. And everybody wants to go to a concert, but Did you see Monster Truck, uh, they're doing a drive-in show next weekend. Yeah, I think I think it was like 100, 150 bucks fees in to to get a carload in to see the truck. It was that way for Garth Brooks though too when he did that like uh, syndicated show. Yeah, it was one hundred and twenty-five bucks a carload that was at uh, was at the like I saw it pop up right for the at the Barry Drive-in. I was like, oh, you know, twenty-five bucks a carload to see a simulcast. Yeah, at the at the drive-in, like it was, yeah, like it was like on the screen. I so, think uh, July talks do the same thing too. Yeah, hopefully not for a hundred bucks, but uh, no, it's a question: Do you clap or do you honk your horn? Honk your horn. That's you, what it. <laughs> yeah. Flash the high beams, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Piss off they're the on stage. They're like, "Can someone turn off their high beams, please?" Uh, yeah. We uh, have the one asshole that's listening to the radio really loud. <laughs> it's a podcast that I listen to: uh, Two Bears, One Cave. With Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Yeah. And Burt Kreischer just finished. Uh, it's called Hot Summer Nights Tour. It needed a drive-in theater um, tour, which was, was a great idea. Uh, he said, it, you know, it was really planned out. It was done safely, um, social distancing, the whole bit. But people came out in droves because there's nothing else going on. So yeah. you stay with your little group. A uh, bunch of people were, you know, tailgating outside of their cars. And at the end of it, he'd get into a golf cart. And he'd drive on the other side of the fence by everybody on their way out. Kind of waved everybody's shirt off in a Speedo, just drinking. That's awesome. Uh, and he said it was great. That's, uh, that's the industry adapting. Great white. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled up the monster truck tickets here. Um, I think this might be resale, but it's vehicle with two occupants, $130.65. You can only have two? Two occupants. Three, vehicle, like, who's going to... How are they going to count this? Like you're gonna have your, It's like when you're a kid and you go to the drive-in and you put your buddy in the trunk. Trunk boy. Or you try yeah. to sneak into the theater dressed up as three kids, but as one adult. Exactly. <laughs> really <laughs> tall. You know there's somebody that doesn't want to go by themselves, so they're going to have a mannequin and they, you yeah, know, just right. like trying to get into the... Carpooling. Yeah. Right, Bill? Uh, that's right. If you have a big enough vehicle, a vehicle with six occupants is $391.75. What? Holy sh... Yeah. That's 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 that. But you think about it, you probably can't pack as many people in the show like that as you can a regular 
hundred percent show. So no. you gotta you gotta make your nuts somehow. Overcharge and forget in because you're not gonna get as many people. Still seems like a high price ticket for the truck. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. a high price ticket for a lot of things. Like that's like 130 bucks is like I'm trying to think of what other shows I paid 130 dollars for. I paid 130 bucks to go see Refuse in New York City. That was it. That's the most yeah. I've ever paid for a ticket. I would I would probably never do that again. Stones last summer was the most that I paid. That was 225, but I had to cross it off the list. And I had this summer. Well, I was supposed to be this summer, but COVID wrecked everything except for oh. Ray White. Was Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One ninety. Yeah, I paid one ninety for that. Too, yeah. Too. That's supposed to be next week. Yeah. Yeah. Still the time booked off. I don't care. I'm taking it. <laughs> so oh, they've yeah. rescheduled that concert, right? Yeah, it's into 2021. Thanks, Wuhan flu. <laughs> the only band I've ever <laughs> fucking wanted to see. I've been jacked to fucking see this band forever, and they've been like top of my list of bands that I haven't seen. Really knows how to ruin a good time, eh? Yeah, I was really, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to happen. Know, I just got to wait longer. My Chemical Romance just meant that much to me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, no. How many crying emo kids are just pissed that they've got to wait another year to see My Chemical Romance, though? Probably yes. a, probably a lot, but there's probably a lot, like, there's MCR, and there's a couple other bands were come back, too, that got, you know, like, Rage. But I'm sure there are other ones. That, okay, white. here we go. Yeah, great, great white still rolling, bro. They never left, man. <laughs> they, 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 rock, they don't care if this is a pandemic. We're going to rock you anyway. Well, to circle back to you know what we talked about in the last cast about having pay-per-view concerts, man. I really think that that's the way that things are going to go. I don't, I'm I, not going to belabor it again because no, no, we, we got, got down that time. Oh, we yeah. talked about this? Yeah, we got this last time. Um, yeah, I still think that it's not going to happen. I not think, uh, I well, you're going to go to a drive-in and spend 130 bucks for a pair to go see the truck. At least you see him live. You know what? If if it's something the band's running on their own, not through like a big whoopity do thing, and the band's going, you know what? We're just fundraising to keep our keep our crew fed. I get behind that. I did that. I bought handwritten lyrics from Brian Fallon and I overpaid, but the money went all to his crew. So I've got piece from my wall now of one of my favorite songs handwritten lyrics like the original handwritten lyrics he wrote he wrote them out so he did like a bunch of few copies and they were up online okay but it was still handwritten lyrics by and he signed it so i'm gonna get it framed by my wall and it's a nice art piece right i'm so sophisticated jimmy i have art right <laughs> art bro i have woods on my frames, walls not just posters i have woods on my walls now woods on my walls <laughs> do you even art bro do you even art i, I mostly beanbag chair <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's if I can switch gears here for a second, because that kind of dovetails on on this. Well, so uh, some guys that we know that host a radio show, and one of them posted up a you know a polarizing tweet regarding Nirvana, and went on to suggest that Nirvana would not be as relevant today if it weren't for Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. We need to we need to unpack this. Bite my tongue right now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what you're telling here. I mean, I'll, I'll preface it as saying, like, I know the guy. I like the guy. I consider him a friend. I just looked at this and shook my head at the, when I read the tweet and just was like, what? Like, what are you doing? So I did, I don't want to say clap back, but I responded in a manner and said, yeah, you know, they only, you know, never mind, sold 20, 30 million copies and was number 17 on the Rolling Stone top 500 albums of all time. Like, it's, it's number 17. That's pretty legendary. Yeah. Like, these well, guys are number 16. Uh, I don't know. You have to like guns and roses. Why we have the internet. Yeah. Like guns and roses, piss Kurt Cobain off. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. So yeah, yeah. It's just. I mean, I get it. I. 
I get kind of I understand where he's coming from. It's just wrong. <laughs> like, they were they were they were successful even before Dave Grohl really joined the band too. But Dave himself has already said that that was Kurt and Chris's band. Like he was the sixth drummer. Like the if you think about the other way, would Foo Fighters be anything without Nirvana? No, no, no. that's what I said. I said Hell that no. too. It'd be nothing. That was my argument, yeah. and I said I, I rest my case. Well, I said well, Dave learned so much from Kurt that he's now used like. There's, you know, it's, there's a lot of similarities there that he learned from Kurt because Kurt was so good. But to suggest that, you know, it was, it's, it's different, it's different career angles and timelines because Nirvana was around for four years, five years. I guess '88 was when it started, right? So it'll be six years, and three, four, three records. Nirvana, they were the quintessential grunge band. That was their movement. Yeah. Oh, for and, sure. And the Foo Fighters, you know, what are the Alternative rock, I, you know, I don't even know. I just think they're a rock band. Yeah. I think they're a strip rock. Band. rock it's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, definitely when you see when you go see the Foo's, and I had tickets to that in 2020 as well. They go see right. the Foo's in Hamilton. Um, that's definitely yeah. It's an arena rock show, and Dave, you know, he gets it. You know, he's like, "We're gonna rock you all night," and then it's 10:55, and we gotta go because we want to pay the union dues. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's fine. It is what it is, right? And uh, but yeah, this. I looked at it in some of the arguments we had, like, you know, I, I posted back too. I said, you know, are the Beatles still relevant because Ringo tours? Like, no. He just had his birthday celebration. He live streamed it. Ringo did? So, yeah. So, and he had a, you know, Paul McCartney came out and performed uh, along with some others. I, I don't, I can't remember the whole lineup, but uh, he comes out from behind the kit to sing his hits, right? Yeah. So, uh, Octopus's Garden. Yeah. And, read. and I think that's it. You no, know, we had uh, with a little help from my friends. Was Ringo right? Too. He did that one because no one else wanted. Because the other guys were like, "I'm not singing this." Ringo, make Ringo do it. Yeah, because they he didn't write it. The other guy, or Leonard, wrote that, but they made Ringo sing it. I think so. I don't. I don't remember. But I only made Ringo sing it because the other guys didn't want to. I forget who wrote it. So, but that's, but that it's just yeah, it was just an odd take, and I get it. I understand the point of it. And maybe he was just trying to poke the bear and get us to react. Maybe it worked. You know, maybe he wanted some interaction. But it's just a really, it's just an argument that. It just isn't. Um, side tale of that, actually, talk about grunge and that thing. Um, uh, Gibson put up a video with um, Jerry, uh, yeah, Jerry Cantrell from Allison Change. You guys got to watch that. It's fucking Yeah, you great. sent me the link. Yeah, it's an hour, uh, 75 minutes, and it's enthralling. And he, he goes over a lot of the stuff in the 90s and growing up in Seattle, and even when he was a kid before Allison Chains and how he tricked Lane into becoming a part of Allison Chains, which I didn't know. I always thought they were kind of together, but Lane was in another band, and then they started auditioning these shithole singers, and uh, Lane just couldn't take it. He was, fine, I'm in. He's like, good, that's what we were trying to do the whole time. Didn't they start off as a, a glam rock band, too? I, they used yeah, to cover a so. lot of, like, Ziggy Stardust and or uh, Suffragette City by Bowie. They used to cover a lot of Bowie. Yeah, well, that's what he said they started with. Like was, yeah. He mentioned Suffragette City, he did it, too. And, a lot of uh, those bands, they were predominantly cover bands first coming up. It was a way that they could make money, and... Cover bands were huge, right? Look at sure. Twist, Twisted Sister was selling out a bunch of concerts in the you know the tri-state areas, largely just on cover songs, right? And it wasn't until uh, you know years later that they started to finally transition into being a an. Uh, well, it's like metal school slash Steel Panther, yeah. right? Because that's where it started in the strip. When Sunday nights you'd go see metal school, and they just do all the hair rock covers, and then they like, well, okay, and then they became Steel Panther and graced us with such gems as you know. Community property and all those other songs about the dicks. <laughs> Did you find out what number sixteen was, Pat? Uh, Blood on the tracks. Oof, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not a Dylan guy, but uh, number eighteen was uh, Born to Run. 
Okay. So I'd, that's well, I'd that's put a good company. That's, that's some a great company. Category. Yeah. Like that's big. What was food, number are food fighters on that sandwich? list anywhere? Uh, no. I don't know. I'm just, no. I just, there are no. There's no food fighters on the top 500. That's interesting. 15 there's are not? experienced. No, 14 so. Abbey Road. I don't think Color of Shapes there. I was going to say Color of Shapes. That would be, be the album for sure. Well, that, that'd be the one. But 13 Velvet Underground. Miles Davis kind of blue. Presley's The Sun Sessions. White Album 9. Sorry, White Album at 10. Blonde Album Blonde at 9. London Calling at 8. That's a hell of a record. Yeah. Seven next aisle on Main Street. Six, what's going on? These are all like iconic. Rubber Soul at five. Highway sixty one revisited. There's a lot of Dylan in here. I don't I'm a big Dylan guy. Revolver at three. Two pet sounds. Pet sounds okay. a hell of a record. Number one, Sergeant Pepper. Beatles represented in that top ten, man. Yeah. They're kind of a big deal. People know them. Hey, that's because Ringo still tours. Precisely. <laughs> okay. How many Beatles records I actually have in my collection? None. Really? I don't that's, think I, I, I have CDs, but I don't have like actual. Yeah, I don't, I've never had a full on desire just to put on a Beatles record. Good. It's uh, the perfect like Saturday, Sunday morning music. 100%, dude. You Be- tell me that song, Good Day Sunshine, comes on, you don't want to dance around like an idiot on a Sunday morning in your underwear. Blackbird, Blackbird, kind of like risky business. Right? <laughs> You're doing the knee slide across your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't believe wear socks. You just end up wiping out because you can't slide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe color in the shape is on the Rolling Stones top 500. It doesn't come up when you say it. So, it's, wow. uh, there's zero albums there. But you know, I, I, I pretty much I don't think in utero is on there either. Oh, yeah. Well, either way, never mind. Is so there's your well, handle right there. Exactly. Well, I mean, I remember being a teenager when that album came out, and if you were an aspi- aspiring musician, you wanted to move to Seattle, because that's where all the action was, all these bands popping off, and, and Nirvana was the one that opened, that kicked open the door for a lot of them. Yeah. Well, gigantically, I mean, you could kind of argue that Soundgarden had, you know, the steps, and Sonic Youth had kind of steps too as well, right, for to sure. get to them there. But yeah, I mean, obviously Nirvana was gigantic. So and- Geffen was trying to sign up all these bands like crazy Yeah. after that came out. They're all looking for the next Nirvana. Right. I mean, it, that's that always happens with singer-songwriters, too. With Look at Bob Dylan. That's why they signed people like Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp, because they're just looking for the next Dylan. Those guys did okay, though, too. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> they did. But then, I mean, Nirvana also gave us bands like Puddle of whatever it is, Puddle of Mud, Puddle of Crud. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the more controversy, too, going on is with, uh, with Lady Antebellum, which is now Lady A., Getting some less than good press for suing a a singer who had Lady A, and the story is is crazy. So the background is Lady Antebellum, country act. Uh, Antebellum has racial undertones, I guess. I'm not 100 percent sure exactly what the connection is, but anyway. So they decide go Lady A. There is already a female jazz singer. She a jazz singer? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she's African American, and so they talk to her about. Uh, you know, changing the name, and then uh, I guess the deal kind of fell through because what was put out in the first part was that she wanted $10 million for the name. But Lady Antebellum already trademarked Lady A like in 2009 or something like that, or 2010. So it's pretty awful press during a time where it's uh, not exactly where you want. And I think everyone have bad press, but right now with a kind of a fight like that, I guess, and a legal battle like that, it's... Uh, it's pretty horrible. And Pat, you said, what else is going on? Oh, she said the $10 million. So they tried to work out a deal where 
anything on socials or anything on the internet would be traced back to lady a the band or lady a the singer and the band said no because that was just going to blow up everything that this jazz singer i guess would be attached to and then they're like no 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 we don't want to do that and she's like okay 10 million i'm going to donate half of it to black lives matter or, or something like that but i'm like so you ding dongs changed your name to something that you trademarked but probably don't have full right of usage on or something down the line like i don't know exactly how that would work out you might know but and then go blow up in the media a, a black woman because you just changed your name to get away from something that was maybe slightly racist and frowned upon <laughs> okay yeah, yeah there's some serious blowback like if you if you go to their twitter be. yeah it's just tone deaf yeah yeah like don't don't go say you're going to be an ally and this and that and then try and work out a deal and you don't like what you get so you just blow her up and in, in the media I do think the ten million is a heavy asking price. Oh yeah, because I don't. I kind of don't. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how Lady A or Antebellum, whatever they're called now, like how deep their pockets are. But I don't think they have ten million dollars. Aim high, man. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's just her shooter shot. Like well, I, I don't think she'll ever fine. get that. But man, like if she gets a cut of that, or Lady A or Lady Antebellum, there's millions of other possible names out there. Like. You, you wanted that name, you didn't get it, don't be a brat, just fucking find a new name. Well, you're the one that's electing to change your name because you want to move away from, uh, you know, obviously the the yeah. connotations that the name has, right, with respect sure. to Black Lives Matter and all that stuff, right? So you're the one that's making the choice to, mo to move away. You've trademarked a name for a jazz singer that's been around since before that trademark went through, right? So there's got to be some precedent in there where... Um, so this lady's probably got some legs to stand on. I'm sure she's been consulted, right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, this sure is a few been, lawyers yeah. have taken that yeah. case. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and, th the, and thought, saw paychecks. Chasing know. that ambulance. For sure. yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Salino and Barnes actually are uh, on that one. <laughs> that's, that's a very Toronto reference, which is a Buffalo reference, but anyway. Um, uh, for that. But yeah, we'll see how that kind of plays out. But just, uh, you know, with all the music stuff right now, it's just such a weird time for everything. Um, for that too. And I guess that kind of segues into the last time we talked about before the draft lottery and about what a dumpster fire that was for the NHL. Oh. <laughs> Pat, a can of gas in that dumpster. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so Pat's a sense fan, which we're okay. Yeah. Uh, so you got screwed out of the, you had the best odds for number one, but it didn't matter because Gary Bettman absolutely just screwed over everybody anyway. And uh, just made it. So one of the teams who's going to be, who's not going to make the playoffs is going to get the first pick overall. Unbelievable. And it wasn't Detroit. I was wrong. I was wrong. I said, it's going to Detroit. The kid's going to Detroit. The kid's going to Detroit. Could be going to the Leafs for all we know right now. I, You know what scares me is the, the conspiracy theory that because he's a, he's a French-Canadian kid, they'll end up in Montreal. It's possible. I still, I, But I'm going to say he's going somewhere in the States. Kid's too good. He's going somewhere in the States because that's where they want to market the kid. And they're going to make him a star there in somewhere that needs a star. So how it's going to work is the teams that are eliminated in the play-in round yeah. all have a 12.5%. A one-in-eight shot yeah. at getting the kid. And the kid's yeah. good. Like The kid's going to be – he's a, he's a first-line player in, within a year, if not two. Well, I think he's a walk-on oh, yeah. second-liner and then, yeah. and then and he'll be a, promoted to first-liner. For sure. Liner. Get, like, let, the kid, let the kid get his legs and, and, and do that because it's a bit different game. Well, it's a lot different game than playing junior to it. But, man, like – Everyone goes back for the lotteries to the NBA where 
Uh, they rigged it for the Knicks. I was the 86, 87, 88, somewhere in there. And got e Patrick Ewing or something like that. Threw the, threw the card and the, the, they had like a big ball. And every team had like a, I don't know, a one by one envelope with a, with a card in it. And there's video and you watch. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but they actually put the they put the cards in the in the ball to shake it up, and you can purposely see the one that gets picked out last, it gets slammed in so the corners bent on it. So you can actually they go through this whole thing where David Stern has pulled out the last mystery one, and there's the one with the ding in it. So it's pretty obvious. It's pretty wild. It's it's pretty greasy. But New York's a giant market for sports. And they needed it. Like, What's better for business, right? That's exactly it. That's what they're doing. They're going to get to the, the same with the NHL, right? The NHL is, Batman doesn't care about the fucking game. Oh, He's yeah. Why, why, why don't we, let's put a little bit of interest in this first round of the playoffs and see what happens, right? Like, Yep. Get that going and then put the kids somewhere in the States like, and try and get more bucks because then the grow, like, that's going to happen. That's why I thought Detroit, because Detroit's a pretty good hockey city, but you can get, at a time, you couldn't get wings tickets to beat the life of you. It was impossible, but now it's easy. So you put the kid, if they had to put the kid there, which I kind of thought, but then I didn't take into collect or the thought process of him making more interest in the playoffs for it. But he's still, he's not coming, to, I don't think he's coming to a Canadian team. He's not going to a small market team, though. No, he's there's going to a There's teams. no way. I just, I can't see that happening. Like, too many times, the, there's been high draft picks Awarded to obviously dumpster fire teams that you the know senators <laughs> that eat uh, it, it's made no. I'm referring to the states because I think Canada is fair to say. I mean, you can have well look at the Leafs for years. They're a shit team, but uh, they were still putting you know yeah. still putting butts in oh, seats. Oh, they still were highest grossing revenue because we we're suckers, so right? Yeah. But then you have small market teams that are always fringe that could possibly be moved because they're struggling with attendance numbers and then they end up with a high draft pick but it still does nothing to turn around the team so look at like tampa it wasn't until they started on that run that people started going to the games and even before then if you looked at the games you looked at the stands it was largely empty they didn't have a lot of people there i mean florida. i don't know florida is not really a hockey market but all the, Cana all, all the retired know, Canadians go to the games. Yeah, and it's, it's all comprised of mostly canadians even yep. look how easy it is to get tickets in buffalo buffalo's a good hockey town but the series have been shit for so long. You can get tickets any any day of the week. Man, they cleaned house, eh? But I think I want to say for the just they did, which which is crazy again. But I think I want to say it's like I want to say it's sixty percent of Sabres season ticket holders are Canadian, or something like that. I'm not surprised. Yeah, so it's all and all they do is they buy them up to sell them to Leaf fans when Leafs play there. Yeah, well, anytime that um, I mean, I've been to um, ACC before it was Scotiabank Arena to see a couple of games, and sometimes they were comped or we get them from StubHub, but. The ticket prices were less than half to head down the highway to go to HSBC, and yeah, that's a great arena. If you've not been there, it's it's yeah, awesome. I saw Pearl Jam there, uh, but yeah, it's a great rink. But that's it. They've also now made it the highest, like it's the the premium ticket, so they've jacked the prices. You can go see them play like the Devils for twenty bucks, but at least it's two hundred fifty. Wow. So it's, they've jacked it up. Well, they saw a dollar sign, man. It's yeah. So they'll, they'll change their prices, like. Excuse me. All, all on major, what teams are playing? Yeah, all major sports leagues are all doing it. Baseball is really well, I'm bad. Baseball is awful for it. Baseball, like if you want to see the Yankees. You want to see a Saturday game. afternoon game against the Yankees, you're probably paying at least double what you pay on like a Tuesday night against Tampa. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, if you want to see Baltimore, like prices. 15 bucks and they'll give you like eight hot dogs, right? Because nobody's going to want to go to that game. Yeah. The best if you're going to a bad like night of a Jays game, like you're going to an off night, just like StubHub. 
Oh, you can get like a ticket yeah. for a dollar. Yeah. Right before, you just buy it for a dollar. Like, you, you, you can be in line getting security check. You can buy your ticket for like a dollar from like, um, what is it? What's the one I have? Game Actually, time I shouldn't say that. I'm employed by the company. Yeah, we, let's cut that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Rogers owns the Jays. That's probably not good coming out of my mouth. <laughs> we'll edit that out. But uh, the Game Time app, you can get tickets for super cheap, right? So like somebody who has the tickets, like you get like a buck. I made the mistake of using some app that I didn't really know or some website to procure some tickets and it was for uh, the Josh Donaldson bobblehead night or yeah. day rather and we used it for our raffle so we got the tickets we printed them off and this was for our wedding raffle and uh, my wife's uh, uncle ended up getting these tickets to get all the way down there it turns out the tickets have already been issued somebody else in the seat and what I could not understand is how they don't have any digital access at uh, the Rogers Center so when you're coming in, you have to have your ticket. They can't scan it off a barcode that's on your phone. Yeah, they, they cannot. It's not like the ACC where you walk in or if you go into um, here at the Budweiser Gardens, you pull up your phone and you can really? say, you know, brighten yeah. up the screen and they could scan it. They could not do it because like the they, were, they reissued the tickets. Now, to their credit, they reissued them over the phone. Um, but they wanted, at the gate, they wanted the printed copy. They didn't want the, the digital barcode because they couldn't scan it. Now, this was two or three years ago, so I don't know if it's changed, but... Um, still, the point of the story is be careful if you're you're going to try to get some tickets online through through some of those uh, ones that you may not be familiar with the name. Side note with the Jays for this, I thought I was going to be you know a great son and get my dad a nice Christmas present. You know, okay, I bought you a nice gift card to the Jays so you and my stepmom can go down to Toronto and go see a Jays game, which they love this summer. You know, do that, and then this hits so. Can't use the gift card. <laughs> what a crappy present, son. Yeah, thanks for that. Wow. Thanks, Obama. Well, I'm sure at the time though they were probably pretty jacked up on it. Yeah, well, the problem is, see, I bought them. I, I bought them like you know, let's go to a game and you can use the gift card for anything in there, right? So I'm like, okay, here, get your tickets, get and sit in good seats, like, right? I'm not gonna, you know, do that. I'm like, and get a get a beer and a dog, like you get at a game, right? Like, so you can use that. I put enough money for, for that on. It. <laughs> My stepsister got them like a fifty dollar gift card. I'm like, I don't even buy one ticket. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not even enough to buy a ticket, Sam. Like, you're really cheap it out here, but. Put, combine them together, it'll I be all right. I guess you know who loves them more now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it's 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 that way. Um, that kind of transitions again to something we were talking about here before we got started. It's an interesting debate, and I think this is going to be a little more lively because <laughs> we like our food. Um, so, Pat, you were saying uh, if you could have what was it? If you could have one fast food joint, you could only eat at. Oh yeah, if you were limited to, if you could only eat at one burger joint for the rest of your life. And here's the here's the parameters there because that's a little wide. Uh, it's, it's got to have drive through. Oh, okay. So you can't go like, I can't, you can't pick, say, Burger's Priest. Like, fa- ah, Burger's pure, Priest in Barry has a drive through. Fast food. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. It's in Barry, I think it has a drive through. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm but just, that's skirting the rules. It's about right. You know, you got one drive through for the rest of your life. Where, what is it? Let's, Man. let's just knock off like, Burger King and Fast Ladies are not even in <laughs> no okay. no in the running. Burger King's in my cat in my world. Oh, oh dude. dude, are you I, serious? I can, I can fuck with Burger King. Yeah, no, no, you guys are heartless. No, I'm, that's not my my pick, but I can fuck with them. I'm, I'm probably going better Wendy's with all day. Sauce. I like that Wendy's. Wendy's for me all day. Yeah, like it's it's a solid burger. Got good buns, good fries. Um, you, you got chicken you feel, options. Good chicken cook. options there too. Yeah, the spicy chicken sandwich, man. Salads, salads, yeah. And you got frosties. Yeah, you can dip those fries in the frosty. 
And you don't feel terrible after eating Wendy's. No, you don't. Like McDonald's, I always find I eat that. I get uh, like anxious. Too much sugar. Jimmy, your thoughts? You have to go with A&W. Mm, they're on onion rings. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. largely because of the, the sides there. The uh, Some people, that, you know, I like their poutine. Some people don't like it. I so like it. Salty. It's salty. I love it. So good. I love it. So good. <laughs> And I, that you know, I, I was thinking delicious. about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh. I, I'm making, yeah, I'm making the J. Jonah Jameson curly mustache face now. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because you look at their menu, and so they've got like the Mama Burger, the Papa Burger, the Teen Burger, and if you look at the Grandpa Burger, and it's got like the three fucking patties. I don't know any grandpa that's going to eat a three patty burger. They should do it the other way. It should be like the teen burgers, like <laughs> stone teen get. burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're really baked, you want the three patty. One hundred percent, man. It's got to it's got to tip the other way because I don't know any grandpas that are going there. And you know, I you know getting a little lo- later in life, driving right? a pound a half of beef. Yeah, give, in their give me the heart attack <laughs> special. Yeah, yeah. Would, you, would your dad ever be rolling through an AW and getting a triple? No, no, probably not. <laughs> no, he he probably fucks the buddy burgers though. Oh, I like probably being burgers, like yeah. I could see him being a cod guy, getting the cod burger there. Oh, those are really yeah, good. They are tasty. They are fucking really right, good. Well, the the flail fish is pretty pretty great too. But that's I, but I that's still one never of those... had one. Actually, no, I had one. I had one because you told me. Yeah, but but did you do what I tell you to do? Where you got to pretend that that you're not ordering it for yourself. You got to pretend to be on the phone because you <laughs> feel disgusted when you order for yourself. You got <laughs> yeah. you got to pretend you're on the phone and be like you I want have no what? Shame. Oh, my friend wants a, a filet fish. Ew. No cheese yeah. either. Ooh, what a okay. weirdo! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they advertise it now that it's like real Alaskan cod. It's still it's highly still dubious. blended and formed fish. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. And it's not bad. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that Mitch Hedberg joke, right? About uh, fish sticks. Why are they so straight? <laughs> you know, the fish have to have really good posture. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I can't fuck with those. Cameron, what's uh, your... Uh, I, I'm going back and forth here. And Wendy's is a good choice. It's there. And W's a good choice. Uh, McDonald's is kind of maybe there for you just because of the fries, man. Like, McDonald's French fries are so good. And a Big Mac is just good. But I got to... It might be the only one. And because I'm an old man, I got to put Harvey's in the conversation. Yeah. I like onion rings. They make good fucking onion rings. I like onion rings. Like, they make some good on your and and I like you know the toppings on the burger. Or I go, yeah, I want that on it. The, the, big fan of the Harv sauce, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big Harv. <laughs> I do like that you can customize it your own way, and they've got yeah. a bunch of different sizes. The only thing I'm I'm not crazy on is I feel like their patties are like kind of like steakettes. Oh yes, you, thank you. Know you. I mean? I've been yeah. saying that for years. So when you bite through it, it's like the way that it breaks off of the the patty is like you just it's broke like a, a chunk f- off. Yeah, it's like a fucking steakette and. It's, it's, it's just, not it's a weird. good patty. It's weird. I, I don't yeah. see how people love it so much. I, I don't think it's it. Like, I do like the option to be able to put in whatever I want in the burger, but yeah. the product itself is not great. No, I get that. That's why I said it's in the conversation. But it, I think it's, for me, it's the onion rings. The burger's kind of second. Like, the onion rings is where my jam is. That's why NW also has high points. Yeah. Because they're bread and not battered. That's, that's right. That's where it matters. That's you know, right. NW never disappoints either. No. I've never been disappointed in AW. Uh, have you had the breakfast? Oh, buddy. No, 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 no. glasses just about flew off his head. crown and you get him to hit the Chipotle mayo in there? Nah. No. Nah. You want breakfast sandwich, man? Just go to McDonald's. Like you know where else I, I, I will slow roll a breakfast? He's good at McDonald's. Yeah. I, will, I love a Subway breakfast sandwich. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Same. 
Archie's have a drive through. So I yellow get my, egg, my fish sandwich there. Long sandwich. I do love Archie's with mayo Breakfast. and onions. Um, my burger choice. I'm gonna go with crispy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy's. I like Wendy's is up there for me. If if like it's just it's got enough options that if it was the last thing burger joint I could eat, like I could still eat it for a long phase of time. You could eat salads once in a while. Exactly, right? I can spice in a salad and a water. Eat salads you know? now. <laughs> <laughs> you can spice it in. But you might. It's all we do is eliminate all the other restaurants, and then you'll have a salad. Well, where else? Like, did I think McDonald's got rid of their salads? Right? They used to have the ones you put the cups, you shake up. Yeah, oh yeah, Remember I those? think they just realized after a while, like nobody's fucking coming here for Ooh. salads. Yeah, they're probably Besides, they're, bad. Yeah, stop insulting. You know, we're not going to insult their customers' intelligence, right? We're just going to give them what they want. They're, you're not com- you're not going there to eat healthy. McDonald's had a lot of weird things go through though. The McDonald's pizza, like if they still had that, that would be my number one. Oh, 100 percent. Do the McPizza one spot amazing. where you can get it in there Ohio? Is. And there's a documentary about a couple guys from London, Ontario that make a road trip to go there. I no interviewed way. those guys. Yeah. I interviewed those guys on air. I contacted them. Still, I'm pretty sure still to say they still make McDonald's pizza in this place in Ohio. Wow. Yeah, you can road find trip? it on YouTube. So they were doing that. They were going to do a series of them because so I had them on the air in '96 a few years no back. Way. Well, oh, you, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's any of you guys had White Castle? Yep. Oh my god, I have. Yeah. Mm. Nah. Yeah, it's it is what it is. It's it the most disgusting, it's sensationalized. It's the obviously, these are the states. Is that what it is? No, it's like fast fit. It's 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 the slow Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the like the, like the sliders you get right. It's like all bun. There's like no and it is meat loosely. I don't okay. even know if it is meat, but it's like there's okay. no. It's all bun. It's, it's made famous by Harold and Kumar. Sure. So they're oh, baked they out of their mind. They go that. in and they fucking. Did, did how much did White Castle pay for that movie? It was a pretty was, good ad. Ooh. It was a great ad. Pretty good ad. They got like twenty sliders a piece, I think, and all the. Fries, I don't know, the curly fries or whatever they have there, but I had that. I've, I've been curious. I've never been. Oh, are we leaving oh. Arby's off the table here because they're not a burger it's joint? It's not a burger joint, dude. Uh, it's not I, Arby's. It's not a burger joint. Yeah. No, it's a sandwich true. joint. Yeah. So, like, Subway's out then? Yep. Taco Subway's Bell's out. out. Yeah. Taco, Taco Bell's, Bell's out. can't yeah. be in the conversation. Can now. Uh, ta- I'm, not ta- I'm not choosing Taco Bell as the last one anyway. It's not Demolition Man where Taco Bell gets through. You know? <laughs> it's like the only fast food restaurant, right? Yeah, and they had everything. And, and, they, the, and then and the Dennis Leary sh- pops out of the floor, the ground and they try to steal Taco Bell. And I'm like, man, the future's fucked. Isn't that the one with the three shells? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh. <laughs> that's Andrew it. Bullock in tight pants the entire time. Meow. Yeah. White Castle did not pay for any aspect of the film's production, nor did they pay for product yeah. placement. Uh, however, yeah. they did have an arrangement for promoting and marketing the film. Including having collectible slash limited edition. Limited edition. Let's stop using limited edition for everything. <laughs> Here's some garbage for three months and then we're getting rid of it. It's limited. Everything's limited. Yeah. But I don't I don't believe Olympic a cups. word. I don't believe a word of that. The White Castle that had to kick some money in. Oh, I just one. got an ad for Godfather's Pizza and I'm oh, I'm all about that. Godfather's? Where's the you closest Godfather's right to here? Why Godfather's? Yeah. Godfather's usually terrible. Oh, I love it. Oh, you got to go to Frank well, and corporate Gus. Offices Frank in and London. Gus right down the street, buddy. Frank and Gus makes That's weird. Pie. Their corporate offices in London, no London locations. For Godfathers? Because they're always like small town places. Like when I lived in Wingham, there was a Godfathers there. Yeah. It was Godfathers in New Orleans. Yeah. And New, New Orleans, Orleans is horrific. Pizza. So we'd eat at Godfathers. And it wasn't great pizza, but there was only, you, you could eat it. There was two pizza joints and a subway and then like the local bar. And you didn't want to eat any of the bar or be there. The height of the discount pizza days. You remember three for one pizza? I think it's still around. <laughs> you see the guy, 
three for one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was mostly dough, like very skimp, obviously, heavy well, yeah, on the, I gotta on cut the toppings. Somewhere. And I don't know if that was real cheese. Remember, a friend of mine told me he uh, he had a franchise of a, a subway shop, or a, not a subway shop, sorry, a sub shop. Yeah. Um, and they would have deliveries of the food that would come in, and the cheese would come in in this package, and on the packaging it would say "safe for human consumption." <laughs> That's which, reassuring. Would you think about that? Because I, it, in all likelihood, it came out of like some factory where they also had food that was prepared for animals. Right? Could very well be. I want all my food to be to tell me that it's safe for human consumption. Right. I don't want to. I don't be guessing. Well, yeah, but you, you wouldn't, want that on your vegetables. Wouldn't think that you yeah. would need to to second guess the shipment of food that's coming in as whether or not it's fucking safe for human consumption, right? And then I think about you know some of these pizza joints that had like you know the three for one pizzas. Like, what am I eating? Made with bass cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Freshly cultivated cheese directly from your bass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there goes our Bass Cheese uh, sponsorship that's going to happen now. So thanks, Pat. <laughs> we still, we still have to circle back to, um, Patty, we got to circle back to Manscaped. So they're interested in working with us. Oh, right? yeah, shit. And apparently, that, I'm going to give them a free plug. Apparently, they got this new, like, 2.0 version. 3.0. 3.0. 3.0. So, I've seen it's now so available in Canada. So for you fellas out there, and, and uh, as a matter of fact, last night I was watching the, uh, the fights, and Joe Rogan had... Um, they call it the fight companion. So they air it live during the fights when he doesn't commentate for some of the overseas stuff. And he had Joey Diaz and Tony Hinchcliffe, and they were talking about it during. And it wasn't even a plug for for the product. It was he was just talking about how great it was. And Joey Diaz is like, yeah, you know, I don't even nick my nuts. I fucking pick it up there and get underneath <laughs> the chode. Fucking just kind of giving a demonstration. So we got to circle back. Who's that video I saw this week? Somebody mocking on the on the Joe Rogan intro. Hello, I, friends. No. Hello, friends. No. <laughs> Did you do DMT this week? You should do DMT this week. Yeah. It's great for you. The show brought to you by DMT. See Russell Peters. Uh, you had Russell Peters on. Uh, Russell Peters is in um, into medical or maybe not medical is not the right term but recreational mushroom use in capsules that apparently it's microdosed yeah yeah so, so joe talks about microdosing but that russell peters is behind this company that is now into capsules that you can legally buy because apparently the that might change the his head opinion. or the top of the mushroom is the part that's not legal but apparently the, the stems are good eh? yeah it's just like what? the what do they do at the tops of the muffins <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they do with these? Nobody wants the stumps. <laughs> Top of the muffin to you. Uh, yeah, but Russell Peters is into mushrooms and bringing them into North America as a well. Colorado, they already do that, though, right? Colorado, it's legal. Uh, I I think it's decriminalized there. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if it's actually. I thought they were legal. selling it too, like because they would weed. I can't be wrong. I've never been. Or to or it might be. Legal for like medicinal uses. So yeah. they they do prescribe it to people that have PTSD. Um, so particularly people that were uh, in wars um, or have suffered some type of trauma, um, there was uh, you can get a clinical uh, therapeutic use exemption on it because it does have um, some benefits for people, especially with the severe depression. They suggest that it uh, it can really help yeah. to augment that uh, you know that chemical imbalance. But I, it just gives me the giggles, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good stuff. It's happy time. <laughs> Only the stems, though, because they're legal, right? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do they do with yeah. the muffin I didn't tops? Inhale. I didn't inhale. 
<laughs> I think you're doing it wrong, Pat. <laughs> Pat, we got to discuss. You went to baby school today. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Yesterday. What? Yesterday. Sorry. So baby school. So we went to, I, I, I don't even know what it's, what it's called. Like, so preference. You know, I'm such a you're great, having a baby. I'm so, you yeah. just didn't go to like. Yeah, we're hang seven out. months pregnant. So to this point, I've and I don't know how I've gotten to this point where I'm like so, I'm just two months away from having a fucking kid. This is great, um, but but it hadn't really <laughs> sank in yet. I shouldn't say really hadn't sank in yet. Like we're doing things and getting all the baby things set up and get the room done and blah 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 and like it's just every day maybe it's just because i've been home for four fucking months but everything just feels normal everything still feels normal like everybody's like oh, how's ashley doing i'm like great she's doing so great like it still feels normal like she hasn't really been sick a lot and feeling generally good and she's going to work and um busting her ass and i'm like cool i'm like dr dad at home getting laundry and dishes done while she's at work and i'm sitting at home working and Get dinner's ready and shit, but uh, so I forget where I was going with that. But anyways, baby school, baby, baby school. school, yeah. So everything's still Metal normal. School. So yesterday it was like, cool. Here's when you here's here's a full seven hour class on getting your shit together to go into the hospital to have a kid. Here's what goes on. Here are the phases of labor, and here's what you do when you're out and. Like, I don't know, it just felt like I, seven hours is a long time, especially for somebody with ADD like myself. Uh, I don't have prescribed ADD. I just can't sit still or do anything. <laughs> I just know it. Yeah. Oh. I just really bored I had to wait an hour 45 to get my first smoke in. That was my, that was my kind of highlight yesterday. But uh, no, we had a really good time. Learned a lot about babies and things. And you're in there with other people that are in the same boat. And you're like, yeah, this really is not weird. It's like pretty hyped up. And like. Just go in, do the right things, and have a plan and fucking do it. Did, yeah. Did, were there really like hot expecting moms in there? Like anyone like you're like, man, that chick fucks. <laughs> <laughs> At least once. Hey, whatever worked. I mean, other than of course your lovely. Words <laughs> I'm sure he's not right there now. checking out. Like, man, I want to stick this pregnant chick right. <laughs> no. Like, no, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, say smoking hot. No. Okay, well, yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, you know? mom, you know, mom's got that mom look though too when they're like they got the glow, and I saw your post. Oh, it's yeah. a real thing, man. It's 100 yeah. percent true. Yeah, no. I I went through those classes too, man. It was, uh, and this is the second go around for me, so I was a little bit more prepared this time. Like the first time around, it was like you microdose shrooms before. <laughs> well, I, I would have liked to. Um, no, it's there's anxiety that comes with it, right? And especially when you're the the dad, because I mean, you know, my my work was done like. Months Way early. Hey, she, man, you made like was... 3 million sperm. That's an accomplishment, okay? Yeah. That's like daily. Why am I tired? I just made 3 million sperm today, dude. What'd you do? <laughs> and then, yeah, you to your point, I mean, you've got all these couples, and they kind of go around the room and share a bit of their, their birthing plan or, you know, what they intend to do if they're going to do it, like, oh, natural or... Yeah, any greasy hippies that were like, we're going to do it in a pool in the backyard. No, no, no. Oh. But, uh, the, the whole thing was all about, <laughs> we're gonna like, eat the placenta. Do it in the, do it in the, there's a big big pool in the room at the hospital and it's cool and you can do things the way you want now it's not where like you know probably our moms were like we'd get like thrown into a hospital room and you get your legs up and you're pushing a baby out it's like yeah. you, know, you can walk around doctors you can have a kid over there in the corner if you want you can have a kid in the shower if you want you can have your kid wherever you want yeah i'm like okay i saw a video of a, of a woman having her baby standing in a parking lot 
with with her midwife. Yeah, there. I saw that too. And the midwife just make it like in. it drops out, and and she just catches the baby. <laughs> she got good hands. Yeah, like over top of cement. I'm like, why would she when they go to the grass? But I mean, I guess you can't really walk if you're in that yeah. sort of well, yeah. she was it was urgent, right? Like she oh, it was insane. Oh, yeah. It was time to push. She, you know, the lady must have had other kids before. Yeah, I, I guess. just a really huge vag. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I think the, I think the, midwife played the football. Biggest, or, uh, the biggest hope, uh, what I learned is the, is the biggest opening is like ten centimeters, which is four inches. Yeah, you got to squeeze a kid through four inches. Well, I remember like it was grade nine, like you know, it was health class, it was gym, but in health class. You're watching and, uh, that? what? What did they call that? That stuff? I don't know. It was it was changing like, me. But that was that was like, that was when we were younger. But I remember like it was right before lunch, and they showed the birth. Like it was like, all you know, you're grade nine. It's all fourteen year old boys, and it's right before lunch, and they showed us the birth. And I don't think any of us ate lunch that day. Like it was, it was like just zoomed in, and we're all like, "It's horrifying." So <laughs> well, it's like, my hats off to you, women. You're doing something I can't do. I'm, you're, I'm amazed by how you do this, but uh, it's like one of those things. Like they're like, you know, you can, you know, if your dad maybe they'll let you deliver the baby, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. As much as I think it's the most great thing going on, I'd rather experience that moment up with you, honey, and you know, right next to you. You know, that's just the perfect spot for me. And, you know, when we both see our kid for the first time, I just think that's going to be so perfect. As opposed to, I don't know, that's, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, no, you know what? I think it's cool. I'd rather just share that moment with you and and, and not. Here's here's the thing, man. Your role becomes really important there, right? Especially for a first-time mother that's oh, yeah. not been through it before. Like you're the anchor, you're the rock. Yeah, you're the one they're looking to, and you start fucking losing your shit, and all of a sudden their anxiety starts going through the roof, right? So you can yeah. be like, oh, "It's okay, baby, I got this." My wife, I was lucky; she was on an epidural, and it was so strong, um, like she was sleeping through some of the contractions that were. Like they have a, a machine that measures how yeah. intense the transaction or the transaction. Yeah. scale. You pretty much, <laughs> pretty There's much. Seven, oh my god! And she's sleeping uh, through them, and the nurse is looking at me, and she's like, "She's having very intense transactions right now." Meanwhile, Sanders like snoring on the table, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, awesome." It's interesting. Like I learned about what is actually physically happening during contractions and labor, and um, you know, I feel more. I feel like I have a role in in that now. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like I I've got a job and I've I've decided I'm the coach, so I'm, I'm gonna get like a coach hat and a oh, whistle yeah. and yeah, definitely a whistle because that's what pregnant ladies want to hear. <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, right. I can't wait to hear about stories about you telling the doctor to time out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throwing a chair in the field. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. But yeah, splash your wife a bucket full of Gatorade <laughs> after. <laughs> Man, I'm so doing that. But you know, it's just please like, get I, it on. Please video that. Okay, yeah. get somebody. Get all the nurses yeah. to video that because that'll be just the greatest viral video of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but it's 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 you know it feels good like. We've been on the same page a lot, but as far as like, there's a lot of things I had no idea about. So now I feel like we're on the same page and how we're going to pull this thing, how I'm not going to pull this <laughs> thing off, but she is, and how I'm going to assist in making it happen, I guess. It's amazing, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And, um, I, you know, I love, I love being a dad. Yep. I love, uh, it's, you know, one of my biggest accomplishments in life. And, you know, your kids, they, they're kind of wired to your, 
you know your disposition yeah. if you're calm and collected and cool um they're gonna follow follow that and so you, there's a lot of great takeaways from those courses but yeah i was with you man the first time around i had no fucking idea what was going on yeah and it gives you a lot of insight and, and it gives you a role in it right yep Do we have a Mart story to end off with here? Is there anything going on? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I don't have anything from the. I think we got a Mart story. What's, somebody got a new job. Somebody got a new job at the Mart. Yeah. Yeah. Now he yeah, drives yeah, yeah, the yeah. bus to school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got a promotion, so I'm a, a district manager now. So I oversee a number of locations. I'm on the road quite a bit. I get to work from home one day a week. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's uh, it's a it's a good job. Take care of my family and don't they, fuck it up. Have different stories from different marts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are you going to be like area specific? Like, all right, Martitobico. Because <laughs> 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 I think we all know where, where your mart stores are coming for now. Right. Well, I mean, anybody Third in this marts. area, you've probably seen a lot of that yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if I've reached out, there's probably, you know, the community can chime in with some some great stories oh yeah an odd question and kind of some with mart i feel like the martin berry has like given up on like covid guidelines i don't have to come back like right at the beginning it was like the lamp outside and like, you don't surround people in and then everyone's in masks and then it just kind of and, like you had to line up for like the carts and they were directing you where to go like right. we were checking out now it's like eh, just go in and half the staff's wearing masks and half of them aren't well the I'm, like, manager just probably saw the great white show going on <laughs> <laughs> he's like fuck it man he went, to the, he went to the concert yeah he's um, doing that is it same here is that like going on or is it just the so shit I, and I can tell you when at first like in during phase one the head count the for the stores yeah was was strict sure and that's why excuse me you saw some lineups but as we got into phase two some of that head count was raised yeah and i think you know, if you take a look at market specific stuff and what's going on, certain regions are showing better trends than others. So I think yeah. that's probably a factor. Um, I, the masks are, are not a mandatory thing until the government um, mandates them, which I think effect of the 20th, if you're in more confined places where you have interactions with people for 15 minutes or more. Barry starts yeah. like Monday. Yeah. So I think. Toronto started last week, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto last week, they haven't announced specific here. So for our area, it's recommended, but not being enforced. Yeah. So I think once you see it being enforced, you know, it's kind of funny though, when you think about it, because they sh it's something that they should have had mandated right from the beginning to help contain it. Uh, but we're on the, the far end of the curve right now. And I think overall, Canada's done a good job of containing it. Um, not like our friends south of the border, which, you know, this shit's going I just, crazy down just there. They just survived the fittest there, man. They yeah. just said, people are going to die. Yeah. We want some money, so see you later. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the narrative, right? Ah, it's no thing. It's going to go away. Ah, we got one or two. It's no big deal. We got it under control. I think and now, that, that was on the Great White poster, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, like, 100,000 were diagnosed yesterday. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And I think Canada's just over 100,000 in total. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and exactly. I think that uh, well, if, if the entire Florida has more cases in Canada, the entire yeah. Canada, and now they're lobbying the the U.S. is lobbying hard to get the the border to Canada. Open. Yeah, not a chance. But because they they want the the tourists to to come down there, right? Which we don't no need chance. the money that bad. And I think well, the other thing too is they're thinking that if Canada opens their borders and people that are flying into Canada, that international destinations that won't go to the U.S. They'd be willing to come to Canada and then, you know, file into the states through the the Canada U.S. border. Yeah, yeah. So no way. I don't see it happening. But then again, I mean, lobbying. There's a lot of money there, and who knows? 
Who knows? Well, Trump got what he wanted. Less immigrants, I guess. Yeah. Like who's 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 moving there? Nobody wants Nobody. to go to the states right now. Even Mexico, they they shut their borders. Yeah, they're like, too. fuck you. They're guys. Like, I don't want yeah. you. We'll help you build the fence yeah, now. Mexico's like, screw you. How screwed are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy times. Damn.